Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> Everything's fine. Opening the Prosecco. Woo! Oh, Jesus Christ, that was loud. <laughs> this is our first bottle of Prosecco for ages, and I think that was a good... Like, there he is. He's our hey, surprise Mom. guest. Oh, we have a surprise guest listener. We have a surprise need... guest. Hello, hi. 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 Right, yes. I'm going to... Let's yeah. listen to this, guys. So... Welcome to Lovejoy Actually. This is the final episode, apart from the Christmas special. Oh, which we're oh, very yes. excited about, because Eric gets to go to Prague. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. and because this is the last episode of the series, we have a special guest with us, Mr Marvin Gore, who wrote our theme tune that you hear at the end of every episode. So every now and again... He will interject with a cynical comment. But he hasn't... We've literally commandeered him. So he hasn't watched it recently. Basically, so who knows what's going to happen? He willfully. He happened to be in the, He happened to be in the same building, and as he came out the toilet, we went. They were. Ha- why were in. you hanging around we outside for Helen. the gents' toilets? Oh. That well, sounded weird. Yeah. I wasn't in the gents' toilets, just for clarification. I mean, we were not in the gents' toilets. So, and so this is series three, episodes twelve and thirteen. Yeah, Highland sorry, Fling Helen, pa- get us back on the Island Fling parts one and two. I'm Helen. I'm Paul. And I'm M. <clears throat> I'm Marvin. This was a uh, this was a Lafrené episode. Did you notice? I didn't. It's actually written by I which didn't. which I think is why. And I know you two liked it. We've turned the tables a bit because it's me that wasn't so keen. Um, I think I just had really high expectations because I saw his name and I vaguely remembered watching it the episode as a kid. And thought, oh, I really love this one, and therefore, like, the only way was down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I was a bit disappointed. It's, uh, it, it's, it's fantastic. I so loved it. I wrote down so many bits of dialogue. So and so now I'm I. like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense now. Do you know? Ever since I was a kid, if I liked, like, if there was a TV show that I liked, and I particularly liked an episode, <laughs> I would always make a mental note of the writer's name until this to this day. I still do that little geeky thing. Oh, you are <laughs> Oh, now I know who the writers are. Like, Lafrenet. Like, I love Lafrenet. Like, I'll read his name, Pear, and... Oh, that's how do you, still how crazy do you... movie. Have you seen that? Have I seen what? Still crazy. No, I haven't. It's like about an ageing rock band. And it's very good, but no one's seen it. It's got Bill <laughs> Nye in. Is it real like Bill Nye in Lafrenet? Yeah. Ah. And Clements. Cool. Oh, the, the dream team. The, yeah. Well, this was they another one. This was, this was directed by your man whose name we've still not got around to figuring out. Oh, Francis McGahey. M- that one. I think it's May. Uh, and also Larry Lamb's in it. Which Larry Lamb's Larry in, Lamb it. in it! <laughs> I've immediately just written, Larry oh, Larry. another actor from EastEnders. Yeah. yeah. That was I mean, if you haven't been East, in EastEnders and Lovejoy. Gavin and Stacey. He doesn't do a lot in it, though. No, he doesn't he's really, but he's important. He is, but he must have got paid probably quite a lot of money for just basically just lying there. <laughs> sort of he's skulking. So, yeah. Doing quite a lot of skulking on and off screen. We've watched so much Lovejoy now that I'm having a sort of weird Pavlovian response to the theme tune <laughs> where I'm just like, oh, and now I'm relaxed. That's all uh, part of it, though. It's so relaxing. With a TV show, that's uh, all part of it. So, um, for this first part of Highland Fling, this, the UK TV play summary, which we love, Yes. said... Quirky drama with the lovable antiques dealer, and I've got a point of point of linguistic, not really linguistic, just spelling here. Lovable. Does lovable have two e's or one? 
I think it's L O V A B L E. No, I thought it was L O V E A B L E. Well, there you go. See, Maybe I, it can be either. I think it can be either, but they spelt it with just one E anyway. What do you think? Because I think I it's thought it has an E. In the yeah, I thought it had an E in the middle. Do you know what? I'm going to type it in at my phone and see what my phone is. I think thinks. it's one of those ones that. No, you can... my phone puts an E in the middle. L O V E A B L E. Anyway, me and you can And if I put lovable. It oh, okay, also fine. allows it. It also yeah, allows it. I think that's both. Lovable. 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 Because without the E, it's lovable, right? If you're playing uh, bingo at home, that's your for linguistics. Yeah. There you go. Well, that, that's the pointless part of the summary where they just say the same yes. thing in different words every time. A build up but to the real. But the, real the actual. Deal. The actual. Uh, which I think is more, um, more fitting for the next part. But anyway, a visit to a gothic house in Scotland brings Lovejoy and Lady Jane closer together. Oh, it was. I mean, we don't really know how close they are, anyway. Yeah. So Lovejoy and Tinker seem like they're doing something really dodgy at the beginning of this. Yeah. I thought they were breaking into a house, but they weren't. Yeah, what were they doing? I think they were going to sort of like it wasn't an auction, but they were going to some kind of underground sale, and they were trying to get ahead of this other person. And so Lovejoy got in there first, so he could talk to the dealer and buy this bow, bow ink pot. Bow ink pot? I don't really know. It's quite pretty. I've just oh. written starts. It was hideous. I've just written starts with an ink pot. Yes. As though that's got some deep meaning. You know, I it all started with an ink pot. <laughs> I do feel slightly disappointed if an episode of Lovejoy starts at an auction. Is that bad? Yeah, I like it when we it like it. We like it. Come on. I think we said in a previous it's quite message. Formulaic, isn't it? I think we said yeah. in a previous message we feel like it always does and it never does. Oh, About okay. one in five or something. Yeah. Like if I catch one on uh, UK TV I, I'm a bit I, I feel like I don't want to watch the rest of it oh, you're it like that's lazy with an auction yeah oh we like it but this wasn't an auction he was he was buying this ink pot because Lovejoy knew he had a buyer lined up and Tink like stopped this other man from going in but then the man who was going to buy it is in hospital. Charlie Renton. I forgot about Tinker and his really quite poor um, stalling skills. It works. <laughs> it did work. It was quite yeah. a funny. It was, it was quite a funny. Opener. Just standing in the way. He's a great actor, that guy. I yeah. Love that guy. yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Dudley Sutton. Dudley Sutton. He was. He was a great actor. He is oh, no yeah, longer with us. Yeah. Um, Sadly, he he's in the Porridge movie. One of my movie. favorite films. Which one? Ken Russell's The Devils. Uh, oh yeah! Oh, right. I feel we'll like talk about that later. Very long episode. It won't. It won't. It won't. We're going super quick. Come on. So then. Right. So yeah. So and basically, this is obviously the the reason that that's important. So Charlie Renton falls downstairs is because this leaves a big hole in Lovejoy's finances. So he's bought this ink pot for seven grand, and now he's got no one to sell it to. Or the, the person he wants to sell it to is is, is someone incapacitated. Mm. And his wife is like, "Oh no, he really wants that ink pot. You just need to wait until he wakes up." And why she can't just. Buy it. Yeah. I been. wondered that. I thought, why can't you just buy it? I suppose slightly you... misogynistic in terms of like, well, the woman doesn't have any control over the. Although maybe finances. Yeah. Although I guess she doesn't want it, so she'd be buying it for him with his money as the obviously. Mm. So yeah. I guess if he wakes up and she says, "Oh, you've been out for six weeks. Good news. I bought you an ink pot." It's, <laughs> it's a bit, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway. But yeah, so they're, they're so they're skint basically. They're trying to think of ways to get more money. So they meet. Dave Goodis in the pub. He's very dodgy. 
Yes. Um, what is brown furniture? I think it just means like literally. <laughs> is it furniture that's brown? Yeah, I think. Oh, is, like, is it made by someone called Brown? Or is yeah, it like it in just the looks brown? brown. Dave Goodis is like, oh yeah, I sell a flog brown furniture to Florida. I think it literally just means brown like furniture. That, you know, that really old, like old heavy, wooden yeah. furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's heavily varnished rather than the stuff that you get now yeah. from Pine World. Yeah, yeah. That not oak brown. furniture land. Oh, which, oak which, furniture. which I, I think I was I've previously mentioned it is actual land. Is it really? It's not just online. You can go to Oak Furniture Land. <laughs> is, that, is that like going to Disneyland? <laughs> well, for or me, it would Chessington be. Chessington World of yes. Adventure. Yeah, for if, me, you're... if you've ever been to Flamingo Land, you must have been Many to Flamingo Land. Many, yeah. I have got, I'm sorry, I'm sure I've shared this, but I don't no, think it's made it on the podcast. Boy. And I have to share this because it was hilarious and it is relevant to nothing. But I was in Flamingo Land, which, for those who don't know, is a theme park in North Yorkshire. It was, and it was, it was like a kind of. Uh, still there, it still exists. Like a kind of. Poor man's Alton Towers. Yeah, yeah, it was basically a, a an underwhelming Alton Towers. I was there. I was there once with almost the entire youth of Hull were there on an end of school oh, end of term gosh. visit, and there were these four lads who were chatting away, and one of them was like holding the attention of the other oh, three. No, I remember this story? And it was so funny. And we just heard him saying, "I've done it all, right? I've done it all, except for actually put it in. I've done it all." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's wow. done it all except for putting in he's done it all <laughs> oh god just to, apropos of nothing oh the mind boggles and he still hasn't to this day <laughs> so he's I'm now like 28 so I've written here Eric is unhappy but oh. what, I don't know what he was unhappy about. They import the furniture. Oh, he's unhappy because so that's so basically. Then this young girl is also in the post. They, they flog this furniture. And who was she? She yes. was who the was woman she? from the woman, the teenager from Moondial. Oh, oh wow! I have yes. no idea what Moondial yes. is. Yes. Oh don't my god! Me like that. I don't know what Moondial is. Moondial was. Amazing! Oh. It was a kid. Was it a bit spooky? It was very spooky. Oh, it was so good. I can't. Yeah, Minty. That was her name in Moondial. Yes. So I just I feel thought like of missed her. out. There's a whole chunk of my it. life that doesn't. I wonder if you saw it. If you saw the opening, I probably would. You, you would remember it because it was a teenager. It was so good. Who she would go to a sundial, but yeah. in the night. So it was a Moondial. And then she would see, I can't remember it properly, she would see like creepy Victorian yeah. ghosts and then she was friends with them. Anyway, but her name in that was Minty. So throughout this entire thing, I've just been writing, Minty, Minty. does this. So Minty, Minty, does so Minty approaches Eric, was next to Eric in the bar and she's like, I've decided to change my life. I'm changing my. I'm going to start by talking to you, and Eric's like, Ooh, "Wow, great. it was pretty cool, man." And um, and then he's like, "Oh, great!" And then basically they start to chat, and it's all very exciting, and they fancy each other. And then Lovejoy comes over to talk to Eric. When and Eric then James oh, yeah, interrupts. Yeah. Um, and then Minty, it's not her. We later find out her name's Sandra. Um, yeah, he's buggered off, and he's well upset. So that's why he's not happy. And this is the bit where Jane sees those people who are like snogging in the pub, and she's just like, "Oh." It'll end in tears. Yeah, oh, I just yeah, really does. felt for her. I just put, jealous of canoodling couple in pub. Yeah, but because also, James just split up with Alexander. Okay. The thing, like, thing about this pub scene for me was that like, it was so busy in the pub, which is obviously fine. The pub was really busy. But Jane comes in expecting Lovejoy and, and Eric and Tinker to be at work. I'm like, so is this meant to be like in the middle of a working day? And if it's in the middle of a working day, why is this pub so <laughs> busy? Yeah. Like, Suffolk, you know, isn't it? Like, yeah, they've literally, they haven't got any jobs. No one's got anything to do. They're just hanging out in the pub. I thought, this is brilliant. Factor. I want to move there. <laughs> anyway, so Jane comes in. Obviously, she wants to come to talk about Scotland. This is where Scotland comes in. Obviously, Jane's old friend, Katrina. 
It's always James, James' old friend from school. Oh, he said she's a she's an she's one of my oldest friends and loved her. Says, oh, another one. another one. Yeah, yeah. Which I quite like. Yeah. We've been saying that imagine, for ages. I could totally imagine what Shane doing. It was, and it was yeah, it doesn't make you wonder if it was even in the script. It was really funny. It's like, oh, another one. And again, surprisingly, so Katrina, who's married to this guy called Edward, and her mother is Lady Rebecca McNeil of Kilbeg. She was good. I did actually quite like her when the she, when the, she the old lady. Up, the weird old lady, yeah. Hmm. But surprise, surprise, they're short of funds. They need to flog some furniture to raise some money. What a shock. I mean, that we, never, haven't heard, we haven't heard this story. What colour furniture? But a brown bureau, furniture. A bureau cabinet. Who will find out more about? So Jane does convince him to go to Scotland. This is where he was drinking out of his Manu mug again. Yeah, yeah, and he was doing it. it in the next episode as well. And there's a weird bit where, like, um, when they is this when they when they go to Scotland or not? But I've made a note about it. No, no, it's before they go. And Lady Jane's just sort of saying, "Oh, since I split up with Alexander, all these male acquaintances want to try and get off with me." And she actually says, "Get off Thank with you. me." Yes, I she loved. did. I actually I loved. Get off. When did we start saying that? Because that was well, the thing. I definitely we said it in 1991. Yeah. Do we still? We don't still say that. We used to I say it all the time. We used to. I like to say have it off. We used to. We used to have that, and we used to laugh at the word "it" for some reason. The word "it" like doing it. Yeah. Every, the word it was hilarious when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, it meant it. It, it meant it. It meant putting it in. Having it off was very old school. I, I love having it. I still say it now. They I love used it. to say that in like things like on the buses, and oh. I didn't understand what it meant. Oh, I love having it off. It's the best so phrase. Oh, we we well. covered well. Oh. Um, Getting the leg over. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, Jane, it's really weird because Jane's complaining. She's basically saying, oh, since I split with Alexander, suddenly all these like men are like wanting to try and get off with me. And she's like, says to Lovejoy, oh, Lovejoy. I'm so glad you're not like that. But literally, he's about exactly two episodes like ago, he was like, come to a hotel with me and let's get it on. Like, he's yeah, exactly like Their okay, relationship is very difficult to understand. So, um, so Lady Jane and Lovejoy are going to go off to Scotland to help out Katrina. And he says to Eric before he leaves, no parties and stay away from my booze. <laughs> like, like, as if he's like a teenager, be good while I'm away. Although, weren't, weren't there previous episodes that just film him drinking Lovejoy's booze when he's not shooting the yes, crap out of his to, ceiling? to be fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, no parties, I think it's a bit harsh. But, um... And, I, and I've written, Eric really looks too old now. It is like, he looks too old for somebody saying... And yet he, he saying, talks to him like parties. you're leaving your teenage boy at home for exactly. the first time. But he Don't bring of, all, all the lads around. But kind of in the, the... Whatever the word is. The universe, the Lovejoy universe. He is his teenage son. <laughs> he the is. But he said that before. He said they're like sons to me. Yeah. yeah. and it, Which I think is really lovely. Aww. So anyway, we've, we've already sort of got that oh. Marv opening. Marv has shunned our Prosecco. No, well, it, it, <laughs> he's it, on Fosters. It, he's on be Fosters. Pearls before swine. <laughs> it's wasted on me. It's uh, My taste buds only respond to street lager. <laughs> so we've, we've sort of already set up within the first few minutes, which, which was hopeful for me, the plot and the subplot, because Jane says, come to Scotland with me, I've got this friend, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, she said. And then Eric's and then staying it, at home, which is never going to work. Eric's staying at home, which we know from previous <laughs> episodes, always ends in tears. But That's also, quite exciting, though, isn't it? Yeah. But but I, at that moment, I, I was like, this is going to be great. I just thinking... <laughs> Eric left to his own devices. It, there's a kind of free song yes. that happens. But also we've had the previous um, kind of the, the episode at the bar with this mysterious woman who says, I'm going to change my life today. I'm going to change it by talking to you. And you go, well, she's obviously going to come back because that's going to be... So there you've got your two, your two plots, which mm. do eventually um, coincide, don't they? 
And I must say, when Lady Jane, Lovejoy and Lady Jane arrived in Scotland, Jane has looking very lovely. She's got a nice she outfit is. on. She's and glowing. Thought, what, she's excited. And I thought, what a nice figure she has. I was like, mm, hello, Lady Jane. So they're, they're arriving at Kilbeg House. So they've had the journey. They've, they've like, you know, gone to the airport, waited around for the plane, got on the plane, driven from the airport. And and Jane waits until literally they're going into Kilbeg House to say, oh, by the way, <laughs> don't, well, you're here. Best if you just... Don't um, mention don't why you're here. Don't say why you're here. Um, in fact, just just don't mention antiques. <laughs> One thing... I was he going to talk about? Just because... They're literally that, but why do they think you're there? Just <laughs> what are you going to say? I was just, just like... Just because what? I'm the person that's never done this, can I just do the you missed the bit where? Yes, you may. You missed the bit where... Uh, Lovejoy clambers up and takes a wad of money out of the secret money tin. A £1,350. Eric and Tinker haven't been paid. Which means that Eric is at least getting paid. Well, theoretically getting yeah. paid. So um, Lovejoy has a key hidden in a... What's it hidden in? A clock or something? Yeah. Does and it always come from the same place? Because it, it's kind of a trope. You know it's it? going to come right. back, basically. Yeah. He has to lift up a floorboard and unlock a tin and give them... Hundred quid or something, and he's daft enough to let and them see said, where he's getting it's it. Quite from. And he says, "Oh, you're lucky. I'm a soft touch." I'm like, "You're paying them. They're working for you. They're working for you, and you haven't currently paid they them. So you're not he's a soft good touch." For it. Yeah. He's, he's not good for it, though, is he? He's got a bloody ink pot that he's. Uh... So back to Scotland. Lovejoy's been put in the dog's room. Hector's room. Oh, they meet Duncan, who's like the sort of servant. Also, was Duncan, was Duncan really Scottish? Because I felt like that accent was incredibly... Oh, I don't know. I didn't think to look it up. Did anyone do some research? No. Of course he not. Becomes... Why break the habit of a research? Podcast? We don't do research. He, he, becomes, he becomes much more relevant later on, does Duncan. As mm. it is, you've got the really quite cliché, and it becomes even more cliché at the end, when you realise why he's still there and why he's significant, he's this sort of butler come, like, gamekeeper come, sort yeah. of personal servant. He reminded me of the, um, what's that film with Billy Connolly and the and Queen Victoria? Oh, yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown. He reminded me of, the, um, of that character. Isn't there another movie now where Judi Dench plays Queen Victoria and she's got another bit on the side? Like yes, in India. Yeah. 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 How many of these did she have? Loads of Billy Connolly characters. Good on her. She was lonely, bless her. Special. Her husband had died. As soon as Albert was out of the way, she was at it. <laughs> oh, good on her. She had yeah, a lot of years her. without Albert. That's what you would have wanted. <laughs> um, so, Lovejoy's put in the dog's room and Jane, Jane next door. Hello. Oh, yes. And oh, he goes, Katrina says, is that, that all right? That's all right. So Katrina obviously right. has, has figured out something is I've written, brewing. I've, I've written, I love Katrina's model railway, which now that I've written it, sounds like some kind of weird euphemism, <laughs> and it isn't. She's just got a really cracking model railway. <laughs> I did not know <laughs> Oh, come upstairs and I'll show you my model railway. I did not notice sure. I did get a model railway. I didn't even see it. Right, we've got to go back. I was too, I was too confused about why there was a chamber pot on Lovejoy's bed. But I think it was because there was But yes, I mean, I realised soon afterwards. I know. Thank you. Sorry. I just assumed it was... I know sometimes was... I am quite stupid. <laughs> but I did assume it was just a chamber pot until probably into the second episode where I was like, oh, it's because the roof is leaking. Catching a leak. Because obviously I, the house I is thought... falling down, they need money. And I thought it was just to say, this house is so old, there's no toilets. So then... So, I did think it was a chamber pot. Ostensible kind of background we're given. I'm just going to do a sort of rundown, if that's, is, mm. that's all right. Is it? So Katrina is one of Jane's oldest friends. And um, she's got this fairly useless, supposedly slightly invalid husband who comes up with these fabulously oh, hairbrained, 
fabulously harebrained schemes, including, quote, venison is the meat of the future. It sounds to me oh. like the meat of the past. Something, yeah, it's something very Henry VIII. Oh, I love venison. And he wants to, but then he says he's already failed at salmon farming and a knitwear scheme. What is it? That's like a pyramid <laughs> scheme. What is a knitwear scheme? Is that like a pyramid scheme? You, you, I love you, you make a jumper and then you get three other people to make a jumper. Yeah. I don't know. Before you know it, you've got too many jumpers. But what are a lot of these sort of impotent husbands in love jumpers? I think they're Yeah, loads yeah. of them. And but Eddie's what, such a hypochondriac. He is. Yeah, it's quite hilarious. Well, I think I think the, the thinking is that, or Lovejoy certainly thinks that it's actually, he's kind of trying he's to scam somehow. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll he is just, but, but yeah, he, he's just, he's just useless, a bit useless. He's just isn't he? Blessing. But one of the things that they do, which is actually lucrative, is they have paying guests in the house who they have invite there to do like shooting and fishing and have dinner with Lady Rebecca and sort of have this whole like so you know oh, lots yes. of like American guests and German guests to sort of have that you know authentic and massive inverted commas Scottish country experience. house experience but they but they seem to be quite successful at that so yeah. there is money coming in from that with the uh, peers. The aristocracy were they skin in those days? Yeah, it was. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. The point skint. they were becoming skin. They had skint. to diversify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was when they started opening Let up their homes. To... Their homes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and we've had that. I think was it the previous episode, the one before that, where they had people <clears throat> wandering around a stately home and yeah, they yes. said that, that. Oh, I don't even like. Joe Public, you know, that kind of thing. I think Lady Rebecca, though, has absolutely topped that tree of people that really don't want these people in her house. <laughs> and she didn't even... And part of the attraction, I think, was of the, the angry aristocracy. And they, oh, what a character. Yeah, yeah she's vile. It was, it was helping the business. It was. It was helping. Oh, she's... I loved her. Such a character. She's so she's eccentric. Get out of my house. Bloody rude. She sits there and gets slowly hammered. She just wants more whiskey. I was going to... I put an aside here. I've written a question. Do you guys like whiskey? Yes. No. Yes. I hate it. It tastes like medicine. What's your favourite whiskey? Oh, I don't know that enough about it, so I didn't, wouldn't name a kind of name a brand, but I like a smoky oh, I whiskey. Oh, whiskey. See, I quite like the sort choice. of oaky, mm. oaky, like single malts rather than the blend kind of. No, you have already demonstrated on this podcast your lack of taste when it comes to alcoholic beverages. Yeah. I, I am a philistine. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like whiskey at all because it's what I got given if I had a cold. So as far as I'm concerned, it's oh, just that's medicine. why you think it's I, medicinal. It's I feel like things I... like gin and vodka—they literally taste medicinal. Whiskey is the oh. opposite of that. I, I feel oh, like no. I mentioned whiskey this on the podcast. Tastes like cough syrup. You've, you've set him off now. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it is quite surprising that I like whiskey because my first experience of drinking alcohol was being fed whiskey as a child when I was at a party <laughs> and a drunk grown-up. Yeah. I swear about yeah, eight... Yeah. Like swung a wine bottle around and accidentally like hit it into my face because obviously I was at that sort of height. Oh wow! And I was in loads of pain and bleeding from my oh mouth. Oh my god! And they were like, "Oh, what should we do? What should we do? give her some whiskey?" <laughs> oh, and they I thought fed if me. they hit you in the face. Yeah, like the accidentally. They thought you meant they sloshed some wine oh, into no. your little mouth. They sort of accidentally. <laughs> oh. you can imagine it's, it's a bit hard to de- sort of describe in words. They swung the wine bottle around, you know, and so then they all decided <laughs> to give me whiskey for the pain. And so then obviously then I was really sick because I was eight. But I <gasps> I still like whiskey. Oh my god, I didn't know you were eight. I was picturing like teenagers. Well, maybe oh younger. I was, I was young. thinking like a toddler. <laughs> I was young. I might have been six. I was, I was you know, I was I, young. Because I'm not. I know this is going to be really contentious. Parenting I'm, in those days. I'm not a fan of whiskey. I don't really I like whiskey. It. I occasionally, I very occasionally have had a very, very specific, because my brother-in-law lived in Scotland for a while. 
in Lossie Mouth. That's, a, that's like the most Scottish name ever. That does not sound <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had whiskey with him and I've occasionally had one I like. I get awful hangovers from whiskey. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, it's terrible. You can't have too much. But it's a little, a nice little bit. You do need to... It's it's an acquired taste. Oh, I do like it. I haven't acquired Everton. it. I mean, I'll oh. give it. I'll give it another try. No, I mean, I do, I do love booze. <laughs> <laughs> well, give, give me booze. Try. So there are um, this posh dinner. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, well, I was on. gonna. You missed it. Where? So because also <laughs> when they talk about their, their schemes to make money. Um, so Katrina's immediate scheme to make money and why Lovejoy is there although weirdly he's not supposed to say why he's there but Katrina seems to know why he's there I don't quite I think it's because Lady Rebecca isn't meant to know why he's okay. there or so any the, of her entourage so they've got this bureau cabinet they keep saying bureau cabinet I mean I'll just say it's a bureau cabinet cabinet or yeah. bureau. Bureau, bureau cabinet or a cabinet or a yeah. cabinet cabinet yeah that's for it's, those at home <laughs> bureau cabinet um, which um, is you know very old. They think it's like Italian, don't they? Old. From the Grand Tour. From, from the Grand back. Tour. Yeah. And Lady Rebecca has it in her room and sort of has turned it into a shrine to her late husband. And um, so she wouldn't want to sell it, but Katrina thinks it's really valuable. So her plan is to say to Lovejoy, first of all, can you value it and say, is it worth a lot of money? Also, can you get me a copy made so I can like swap it, sell the real one, get the money in, but my mum will still be happy. So that's the grand plan. That, that Lovejoy is like in on. Yes. Sorry, and then they're having dinner. And then they have dinner, and the this dr- is this dresses is... were absolutely dreadful. Well, I've written here that I loved Lady Jane's dress, and everyone else. I think this was just a dig, and and actually, this you is what Lafrenet. Love Lady Jane. This is no, but this is what Lafrenet does. So Lady Jane, and we've seen all the way through. Lady Jane is is sophisticated and. Um, often quite understated mm. and then they've got these vile people that I think this is Lafrené so at this time or just before this he'd been doing Alfida same pet mm. so he's kind of championing the working class maybe I'm thinking about this too deeply but championing the working class and here you're showing the kind of people which is nouveau riche trying yeah. to trying to live the old rich this is where Larry Lamb comes in isn't yeah. it and it, so uh, Larry Lamb is one of the guests yes yeah. Gerald Summers is his character it's a black tie dinner and Lovejoy is wearing jeans with his uh, DJ and no tie. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely furious. That's I was like, how, come on, man. He just doesn't he care. He doesn't that's care. I know rolls. it's meant to be cool, but it's just... And I bet he was still the centre of attention. But well, it's the most... This is the most cliche, basically. I, I've also written my next question for you guys. Where do you stand on bagpipes, I've written? Oh, the oh my God. As far fucking way as possible. <laughs> life so I'm don't stand on them they make a noise (laughs) I'm in a choir and like one time we had to do a gig when we'd all done a gig the night before and then had a massive party and I'd got to bed at like 7am and then at like midday we were singing this other gig and it was just about getting through it and then at some point for some reason a bagpipe, like a piper, for some reason, came out, like joined in with us it's like oh you're a choir the piper's about to play you can sing something with him and this piper just came around the corner. Oh my god! Like bagpipes and a massive hangover. That is was like not the do worst not, combination. Do not a happy that Helen the Lake. last instrument the Scots would want around. Oh, hey, well, exactly. <laughs> I know because they're hardcore. Yeah, um, well, they don't get hangovers; they just stay they drunk. They have salt in the porridge. This is where the mysterious. Which I like. That's good. Oh, the mysterious, mysterious Scottish lady appears. Oh, the mysterious like redhead. Mer- What's she called from Scottish? Mer- Scottish. Oh, Merida? she does look like Merida from yeah. Brave. She's really yeah. She appears out of the mist with a big dog. With a dog, so this is a serious red. Wild hair. Wild, wild ginger hair. Ginger hair. <laughs> ginger hair. 
And a dog. I'm just jealous because I can't do any sort of Scottish accent. Ginger so, hair and then we go from we? One, we're just being confident. We can just go from one mystery woman to another because then we go back to... <laughs> and one big hair to another yeah. because that woman has got sort of effing brilliant hair. That's what I've written. Descend out of the mist. Of course yes. she does. She does. Of course she You've does. got it. And then disappears and this becomes something of a theme. And is this there is... a Georgian folly? There is a there Georgian folly. There is a Georgian folly. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Actually, I think I can just remember the episode. Right? <laughs> and you are really just remembering the episode. I know that's it's just even more. That's a bit of a because that's a bit of a specific guess. So yes. then we're back to the pub with the woman we saw earlier. Oh, who yes. said, I'm going to change my life, back and then she week. disappeared. And at this point, everything became really disconcerting to me, like extra disconcerting. Could I just mention? Yeah. Because I think this is the uh, the main one. The misogyny of the week is this about the pint yes yeah and as soon as I saw her drinking a pint I was like don't say anything don't say anything don't say anything but then Eric had to come out with drink pints do ya and she said I'm drinking it for someone else which is what I say if someone says to me drinking drinking pints are you do you so know I obviously had internalised it from Lovejoy in 1994. <laughs> I love that. Because I remember thinking, or certainly when I was watching it this time around, going, oh my God, oh my God, she's wearing a top that I owned, that crochet top with the daisies. She is drinking a pint. Her hair is massive. I want she is to be you. her. And, but then also, as the episode goes on, she literally is me. Did she have luxurious eyebrows? Oh, it was very... Well, she had excellent eyebrows. Do you know why this um, amused me particularly? So I went out for a drink with my boss on Monday Mm. and I ordered a pint and he went, oh, don't you normally drink halves? And I thought, given that I was preparing to record this, I thought, this is 20 years later later. and you've actually just said that to me. Nearly 30 years later. People still say it. I had someone... Not just the misogyny of the week. Misogyny of the I had somebody say to me, this is my favourite... Yeah, parts JCB round the corner, have you? <laughs> and I was and like, then you tell them about. No, I'm holding it. Out. Yeah, yeah. But my great grandmother. But isn't that actually quite? I think that's quite a cute thing for Eric to say that because I mean, you you need to you need to kind of take away from that the fact that he is quite clumsy. Yeah, yeah. It was an Eric he, thing to he say. Did, he does, and he's not saying it. In, I don't think he is saying it in a sort. He of... does. He does then go peak Eric though, because he then says to her, her "Love, join associates." I'm, I'm an, an associate. associate. This mysterious woman invites Eric to come away from the pub because she's you... there with her dad and her brother, and oh, she's yeah. like, "Please." Horse. Horse. That's her brother in inverted commas. I wonder Ooh, why it's called that. Mm. I think it's probably an ironic name. So they go out to sit in her dad's van, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this is where we had Eric Clapton playing. And Eric says, "This is my theme tune." Well, he, he's called Eric, isn't he? He's an associate with the theme well, tune. Is that why? Yeah, it's Eric so. Clapton. It's yeah. Eric Clapton. You it's guys late, have been so hard on Eric. Uh, considering I'm in love with him, I yeah. The pub that they're in is, it's the pub they go to a lot because it's called The Cock. And I feel like if there'd been a pub called The Cock, we would have noticed it before. I didn't think that, but this is the pub they, they, like, they've... It's been, no, it's been on before. Has it? Yeah, it has been on before. Um, So they're sitting in the van. Oh my God, it's so nice. It's so kind of like, Eric's really awkward. She's really not awkward. She's on it. She's like... But then actually Eric's also in work mode because he's like, oh, you've got some furniture in Well, he's an, he's an associate, don't yeah. you? He takes his work very seriously. And this is where I've written, poor Eric, <laughs> for the I've first written, time. You've I've written, written it so many times. She's written, poor Eric. I've written, oh, Eric. <laughs> 
Um, because in the back of the van is a really expensive looking mirror. Oh yes, of course. Uh, that's what he spots, isn't it? So, mm. he, so he buys. So he offers to buy all this crap because he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just buy all this crap off you. Because he wants the mirror. And he and wants to get into bed with her. I mean, mm. it's a win-win for everyone. But she wants to get into bed with him, so it's, it's a win-win right. win for both of us. Yeah. It'll change her life. Yeah. But then her dad and her brother come out. They're not happy about this situation. By the way, did we notice who her brother was? Who's Stu Gray Scott? Is it? Uh, yes! Oh, because the minute he appeared, I was like, oh my God. So an actual Scottish person, but not in Scotland. Playing an English person. Yeah. Saying, isn't, that, isn't that ironic? But although the aristocrats <laughs> in Scotland are not Scottish. They are not. It, and it's, it's that thing about, or actually, are they Scottish, but they just speak with an RP accent? Yeah. Well, I, they, yeah. I think it's that. You really. know, I, I sort of put a question mark over that. Sorry, that was part so, of So mine. basically, like, Eric tries to sort of stand up to the dad and brother a bit, doesn't he? But the, I mean, they are terrifying. They try and, they sort of shove her back in the van. And yeah, it's Eric saying, the, no, you've got to leave her alone. And then they kind of turn on him. And, and chuck, just, chuck their pints like, on the floor and I then drive off. Him. Whereas I just wrote, they put the pints on Eric's feet and drive off. I didn't care about Eric. I didn't, <gasps> I didn't write poor Eric. <gasps> I, I mean, horrible. I wasn't right fussed about Eric, I'm afraid. It's sort of very much two against one at this the moment. This was one of my favourite scenes in the last is three like, series. Is this a general, like... I love yeah, Eric. loves Eric. Eric. I adore him. No, I, I could tell by the girlish glee. <laughs> at, at the front of the podcast, when we were talking about him going to Prague, and this you lost it. Oh, yeah, I don't, well, you know, I love him, so... What are we going to do? And then we we go back to Scotland. Yes. And Jane makes... So Lovedor and Jane are like chatting, I think, in his room, are they? And Jane makes a weird joke. Because that's why he knocks on her door and says like, yeah, I want to chat to you because he's been to see the cabinet, the Bureau cabinet. Oh, yes. And Jane makes a weird joke about like, oh, that's my favourite fantasy. Yeah, that somebody really rough comes in my room. That's literally what she says, that a rough lad comes in my room and blah, 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 blah. Wasn't this the days of the milkshake? But she says it as if like, oh, I'm not really joking, as if. Wasn't this the the, the era of the milk tray adverts? Yeah, but he's not rough, is he? But also, yeah, but that was creepy as fuck, though. I used to watch that. (laughs) It's true. Everyone was like, oh, or because the lady loves... No, he's just climbed in through your window. This is not... Yeah, it's like a balaclava. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone else... Sorry, that's an aside. Bond was creepy as fucking that was mm. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's still... Now he's just a little bit sad. I, I, you know, like, some of these Roger Moore films are very uncomfortable mm. to watch. This is true. But, but the, yeah, sorry. The no. thing he's gone in there to tell her about is that the... <laughs> somebody's already switched out the cabinet bureau. Yes. Yeah, someone's all beat, beaten to it. So someone's already sold the bureau cabinet, made a copy and put it back. So... What are they going to do? That's it. And this cabinet, the cabinet, if it was the real one, it was worth, it was worth like 60 or 70 grand. So like, they were right to think they needed to sell it, but it's, someone had already done it. And yeah, so he tells her that. And then we, and then we see, and then we see Ian McShane in bed oh, with yes. his top off. For I mean, literally no reason. For then literally he just no goes reason. to sleep. But it was, it was I mean, very, there was a was, reason for you, Polly. It was we very, I, I, I have to say, I, I, me. <laughs> I, I actually described it as weirdly alluring. Come on. It was. I put arousing, which is yeah. a better word than alluring. I've it was, it was I've quite arousing. I've clearly but... got really 
terrible, terrible, not terrible taste. That's been. No, I've different. clearly got slightly odd tastes. No, the end. But it was alluring. I think was if, it? You watch it, if you are loyal to a TV show, you should get a little bit of tits and ass. Yeah, Ian McShane's. I think that should be the, the like the subline. Lovejoy, a little bit of tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a certain amount of class to it, as that line. Furry I will, tits. I will say with the with the bureau. Um, Katrina says, because they tell Katrina, and she says, I want to find out how, how this has happened. Will Lovejoy help? I'm like, why would he help? Tell the police. Because he's a detective. Yeah, anyway. Remember, he thinks he is. So, yes, Lovejoy's going to help Katrina figure out what happened with the cabinets. But I guess because he has contacts in the antiques trade, so he might be able to figure out who's made the copy. Yes, which true. Tell you what I did quite like, actually, and I've, I've just written this, because we learned a lot in earlier episodes and earlier series. He goes into quite a lot of detail about how he values something and how he knows this is a fake, about what's missing and what's mm. there and the wood. And I thought that was quite... I mean, He talks about the screw, quite, doesn't he? That machine-made screw. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he said, actually, there were, they were handmade screws. So normally a way you would tell is that Obviously, in, the, in those days, it was, would have been handmade screws and modern furniture would have machine-made, but he said the, the screws were handmade, so someone had made a very good attempt. Like, it was a good fake. But it was but a it's fake. still a fake. Yeah. And then we go back to Suffolk. Oh. Where Tinker says to Eric, I'm far too old to do business with somebody called Horse. <laughs> yes, that was it. <laughs> But they, but they do decide. What so, age do you have to be to do business with somebody called Hawk? Oh God, no! In your twenty, I feel like it's a twenties thing. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> so they do because they 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 call it a cassetta. I guess it's a posh name for a posh mirror, is it? Yeah, I do. A cassetta. Yeah, seventeenth yeah. century Florentine cassetta, and they reckon it's worth about five grand. So they want to try and get it off horse. Um, <laughs> but, but Tink's like no, and then Lovejoy calls up and says, "Right, Tink, I need to." find out about this cabinet who do you think might have copied it and Tink oh, yes. away is like oh yeah of course it would have been Archie Letts Archie obviously Letts. so now they've got the clue they we're know. all going oh obviously Archie Letts Archie Letts I put I can't remember the exact order of things but I seem to recall so she's uh, gone off isn't she the, the woman yeah so it's, it's, with... not, it's like they've kind of she was there and they were getting it on they were going to kiss or whatever and then she just seems to have who sorry Sandra Sandra, yeah. But we don't... Oh, no, we know now she's called yeah, Sandra. Yeah, we know she's yeah. called Sandra. She told him that in the van. Well, she doesn't disappear. She drives off in the she van with her dad and, and brother. Yeah. yeah, but there's this lovely bit where Eric is flicking through the four channels. So yes. Four channels in those days. Oh yeah. Luxury. He flicks through the four channels, <laughs> and all four channels just have people snogging on them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which well, just made me laugh. He's missing three. Sandra. Oh yes, the nineteen eighty two, the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. And then ninety five. Ninety seven. Because the Spice Girls launched it, didn't mm. they? Ninety seven was Channel Five. Anyway. Then we come back to Scotland. The random Scottish woman appears again, and then disappears immediately. And then this is where we see Larry Lamb poking, so Gerald Summers poking around in the house. This is the first indication we get that something's going on. Gerald Summers is a bit dodgy. He's poking around. What's he poking around oh, yeah. Well, his name's Gerald. Yeah, yeah. A bit dodgy. Dodge. We've got any Gerald in our fan base? Sorry, Gerald. Sorry, Gerald. <laughs> I'm sure you're not dodgy. Um, and then there's a spooky pigsty. Which is where, this is where the Georgian folly comes in. <laughs> is it spooky? It, it well, it is quite spooky because it's in the mist. In the in the second episode, um, which we, we're going to come to in just a minute, yeah. In the second, Tinker becomes somewhat spooked. It's like a it, yeah, it's like a it's like, it's like a Greek temple styled, very sort of typical Georgian folly. But it wasn't built as it was built as a pigsty because someone way back when really loved the pigs. I think again, this is the epitome of 
this is sort of taking the piss out of a certain class of people. Yeah. They yeah. can build this incredible... Like, if that was a house in London, that pigsty could be a, would be a luxury studio and it would sell for yeah, hundreds and it was, of it was thousands. Beauti- it was really a beautiful little building, really. Yeah, it was lovely. And someone's changed the lock, they can't get in. So oh, Lovejoy yes. picks it and he says, I've had a misspent adulthood. Yes, yeah. I loved that. I, I like loved that. You that remember he's been in prison yeah. as well. So yeah. he's like, that's yeah. so he a lot. And they discover someone's actually been living in there. There's like a bottle of wine and, we, and some flowers well, we kind and a bed of know at this and... point that it's the mystery mystery redhead, basically, is living in the pigsty. Oh. Well, at this point, I still didn't know if she was a ghost or not. I am go- oh. I, I just kind of assumed that she wasn't a ghost. But I'm because <laughs> yeah, ghosts are real. Yeah, but nobody saw her apart from Lovejoy. And then whenever he saw her, he would look back and she disappeared. Look, I just wanted this to be a ghost. I know there wasn't a ghost. It's no, it was fine. not a ghost. And then, so then you go back to him and Lady Jane having a quick canoodle. Um, what? Well, they, they go. You, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write that down. Well, they're, they're going to have a canoodle, and then That's I've a then I've oversight. written. Then I've written the world's dullest cliffhanger, a wardrobe falling over. Oh, no, wait. wait so we have Mr. Burke. So Eric is oh, having no, his I fish don't... fingers and watching the tally and being miserable. And Sandra appears at the window. Yes. At which point I've written... I was thinking of cutting my hair, but I've changed my mind. Her hair was just so extravagant. I it absolutely was. Loved it, it was great. And, the, you know, there's not been a single episode in this series where I haven't said, oh, Eric, don't. Because he basically says, right, I'm going to buy all that stuff off you. And he goes and raids... The slush fund, because he saw where Lovejoy kept the money when he, he paid him. Anyway. Yeah, but like, I was just like, please don't do that. It's obviously a trick. Even though she's a lovely, it's a trick. The other thing I've written is, Em, would you like two cold beers and fifteen cold fish fingers? Yes, always. Uh, uh, so yeah. all like, Eric can offer a young lady. Well, first of all, yeah, a whole box of fish fingers. I'm just impressed. Um, <laughs> Eric's what, having, I mean, you would be. That's what Eric's having for his tea. Um, but yeah, so they, so when Eric's bought the stuff off. Um, Sandra's dad and brother They, the dad and brother having previously been like um, oh stay away from this man they let her stay behind and like have it off with Eric mm. so which I was quite surprised I was like, oh, they don't see they want but, they maybe, but it's probably all. because it's a trick and also now well we find out later but I thought it was maybe because um, well you know they've got the money now for the stuff so they're happy um, then we go back to Scotland uh, Lovejoy steals a Polaroid camera Takes some photos of the cabinet bureau. He does a fake Scottish accent. Um, oh, Any good? Then this no. Well, no. yes, no, it is good. That was mean. Uh, then this laughing Scott turns up, whose name I've forgotten. Robert and, Fraser. Robert Fraser, who can't stop laughing, and Lovejoy's really jealous of him because he likes Jane, and Jane's kind of she oh, likes the attention, three. but she likes the attention. Is- Awful. Yeah, he's awful. He is a whole world of awful because he's one of those people that is incredibly dull but laughs at their own jokes, mm. which is fine if your jokes are good, but he doesn't have any jokes. He just makes statements and then goes, oh, 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 oh. He's, he's just, just oh, a bit nervous. Isn't he? And he's he, just annoying. And he has bought the wood, the, the wood that surrounds Kilbeg House from Katrina. Oh, yes. Of That's why he's there. And then Lovejoy starts poking around in Jane's room, I think, or his room. Yeah, because what I thought was very interesting and well done, at the beginning of episode two, they replayed the final scene from episode one, but all the way through instead of shutting off at the thing. They didn't just do a little flashback, let's remember what happened. They didn't do a kind of previously on Lovejoy, they literally went back. Can I can I point out I've actually got I've got a scar on my arm where I basically fell into a wardrobe and onto a coat hanger because I'm the world's clumsiest woman and a coat hanger went into my arm and I've still got a scar. Well that didn't happen to Lovejoy because instead 
There's a very heated scene. So he finds some stuff on top of the wardrobe. Um, on the back of it is some Italian. Sorry, go on. Do we want the UK TV play blurb for part two? Yes, yes go please. On. Second in a two-parter of the much-loved drama. I mean, that's factual. Carry on. <laughs> loved, and again, it's like, this stuff has happened in the, it's like the wrong way around. Lovejoy tries to help the castle owners avoid foreclosure. Eric finds a valuable mirror. He's yeah, already done all of that. He's done that already. So it's a bit of a crap summary. But, but anyway. we do go straight in. We start with the wardrobe. But it, but it is a dull cliffhanger in that actually Lovejoy's fine. He just sort of... There's not even really a moment where she goes, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. He just sort of crawls out from the wardrobe. She does a bit, wardrobe. though. She does, she a, does a little bit. But then he, he is... Um, then he's obviously fine and she's like, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> he's unfeasibly okay, isn't he, really? Well, I think it's because... Is that the right I one? don't know if I thought this through too much, but I think it's because the mm. wardrobe hits the bed... So there's a gap underneath, so he's okay. Oh, that's it. Yes, yeah, so he's he's actually been hit. It's like when you make a den when you're a kid. There's like the wardrobe and there's the bed and there's a little nook underneath. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the, no, right? But the weird thing is, like, because... To make your own fun. After, they do have a weird... The <laughs> <laughs> they do have a weird moment where, like, so he, where he, when it hasn't fallen in, she does seem quite like, oh, I thought something bad had happened to you all. And they have a sort of moment. And then they have this conversation about what kind of man turns Lady Jane on. Yeah, it was a bit odd, wasn't it? I'd forgotten about that. And I hadn't even written it down, but I remember it. And then he, and then she makes a comment like, then he's like, he gets distracted then by the woods, what's fallen out of the wardrobe, which we talk about. And he's like, oh, my, my sixth sense is like telling me that, you know, that there's something there. And Lady Jane says, well, I'm glad something's in working order. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, hang on, Lady Jane, you're trying to get off with Lovejoy. We do then see there's a bit of sort of nice... Um, oh, there's a couple of things. There's an in-joke and then there's a nice bit of consistency. The in the in-joke is they haven't been able to have sex. They're, there's been lots of implied... Bear in mind this was shown before the watershed yeah. on a Sunday night. Lots of implications that Lovejoy and Lady Jane are going to get a bit excitable. But then the, the dog with the human name, Hector, because there has to be a dog with a human name, lives under the, the bed. bed we never see we him we don't see him he lives under the bed and he barks very loudly so every time they he's very him, old he can't move every, every time they try to have sex the dog barks he's like the best uh, contraceptive ever um but they think when the wardrobe has fallen they've killed the dog because the dog doesn't bark yeah and like, oh my god hector and and Basically. it turns out then he barks so that that was the bit of in joke but then uh they found this old portfolio on the top of the wardrobe the wardrobe falls over everything falls off it um and we get back to lady jane and her italian yes of her lady jane... menu italian which i've not heard that phrase before and i loved it Do you, uh, i just want to know was, are the words angel and trousers part of men, menu, <laughs> menu italian because i know well, angel menu might italian. be Things Cake. like Polo and, uh, you know, I just... He has a proper divvy moment and he sees oh, his he portfolio does. of drawings. Like, these work, it's working drawings for, like, a painting. And he's like, oh, the hair's in the back of his neck stand up. And Lady Jane's like, oh, you've got that look. It's all like, this is significant. And it's something to do with Cleopatra, Anthony and Cleopatra and something, something. Mm. That's very nice. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 that's it, Anthony and Cleopatra. And then, oh, God. Well, there's also a painting of the pigsty... Oh, yes, and it's signed TF seventeen eighty eight, and that's where. And on the back of that, exactly, is this letter in Italian that Lady Jane sort of she's sort of half pointlessly trans. I mean, she doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, she. I think she probably finds it quite hard to read because it's in like olden days writing. Yeah, and olden she's days writing. Olden yeah. days writing. She only speaks menu, menu Italian. Italian, and it's not it's not word <laughs> processed, so we don't. No, no, no. Absolutely. And then we go to Eric waking up alone. If you'd seen my face at this point. 
But before we go back to Eric, Lovejoy, Lovejoy leaves Scotland. Fraser is still like sniffing around after Jane. And Lovejoy's theory at this, at this point is that Edward, the drippy husband, is the one that nicks the cabinet. Yeah, because he obviously and wants he, money for his get-rich-quick schemes. And he, he thinks that the mystery redhead is Edward's like bit on the side. And maybe, and that's, I don't know if that's got something to do with why he needs money to support her, even though she lives in the pigsty. Anyway, that's his theory at the minute. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have a toilet. It's just yeah, a pigsty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where does she go to the toilet? Well, do I not go to the woods? Is she in the woods? So. I think these... Oh, look, toilets are really important to me. <laughs> if I don't know where the nearest toilet is, I'm unhappy. A toilet is not well, maybe a toilet the first a thing a pigsty A pigsty is a toilet. Yeah, for a pig. So yeah, and then we go to Eric. Who, yeah, waits in bed without Sandra. Oh, oh she's my gone. god, he's so awkward. She's gone. She's quite beguiling, though, isn't she? But I do think this is the whole reason I why, like, if, if I ever had a one night stand beguiled. and I was at someone else's house, I would always go before they woke up. Oh yeah. I don't think this is the reason. I realised I said I think this is the reason why. I don't think Lovejoy is the reason why. I think just being cool is the reason why. To just, yeah, you're like, so get cool. out of there. I'm so cool. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's confront this right now. Yeah. So you always leave a dear John there. And you think the reason for that is that you're cool. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst thing is Marv's met me, so he knows I'm not cool. (laughs) We are all extremely cool. But the reason she's buggered off is because she's taken the mirror. Yeah, they look. Because she must know that it's worth you know, a lot of money. So she swapped it for like a cheap shit mirror and um, yeah, buggered off. So that's why she's gone. Is Not that what you did as well? Did you like nick something? Nick something on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the weirdest, the weirdest notes. I, I think... You can take the last out of the north. <laughs> I know. So we've, we're very much, poor old Helen is probably feeling quite over, over, uh, there's the north-south divide in the podcast. There's three northerners. She's got northern heritage. She can hold her. She's got northern. She has got northern heritage. She's the only one whose grandparents used to live next door to Ian McShane. So, yeah, well, she we all win. left the north. Yeah, we so did. We came to join my you. kind of northerner. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have written the best notes of this. I think I just got bored, and I was just writing. Were you writing the dialogue? Because Lovejoy says to Eric. You're not well, are you? And oh, yeah. he's oh, which, yes. funny enough, then I've written. He seems extra northern in these episodes. He does like seem his quite accent northern. was really coming through. He's I got thought the old, that as well. And, and the I, man you mug makes an appearance. And I didn't know he's whether it's got a lilt. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know whether the dialogue itself, having been written by someone from the north, of I don't course. know whether the, the dialogue kind of lent itself to a northern. Um, what's that word? Speakingness. <laughs> I don't know what that is. A northern way of doing it, I guess. Because he, he he literally went, you're not well, are you? Oh, yeah. He said it like oh, yeah. that. I know. He actually, I remember that particular line from when I watched it as a kid because for some reason that seemed quite caring. There was, was something really about the way he said yeah. it. I was just like, you're not, you're not, you're not all right, are you, mate? You're not, you're not yourself. You're not yourself. She's not herself. That's yeah. what I, how is she in herself? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a very northern like expression, isn't it? And for some reason, I used to find that quite like oh, it is to make me feel nice. nice. It's because Eric is trying to stop Lovejoy going into the slush fund to get money because Eric knows that he's taken the money out. So he really is very, very. I love those sorts of scenes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, he was very stressful. Yeah, but it's all right because Dave Goodis turns up just in time with the cash for the furniture that they flogged to him ages ago. So then it's like oh, I've got cash now. It's fine. The brown furniture. 
And um, we learn a bit about the backstory. So obviously Lovejoy's brought the drawings and everything back and he's talking to Tink about it and they sort of discuss what, how there were lots of Italian, because Italian writing, oh, yeah, lots yeah. of Italian craftsmen in Scotland in the 18th century. and like Just something I didn't know. No, I learned yeah, yeah, a lesson know. about all of this. Yeah, so, so no, it's probably something to do with that. Mm. And, you know, and then and then Tink goes off because he's found Archie Letts in Thaden Boys. Archie Thaden Boys. The guy who made the fake cabinet. Yeah, or they suspect made the fake cabinet. So Tink goes off to Thaden Boys, and then Lovejoy's going to take the pictures to another person, Adrian Deschel. They don't like. Oh, yeah, they don't like But him. they know we all know about these pictures. So and they also know that if they also know that Adrian, if he said, if he knows something is worth a lot of money, he's got a really bad tell, which is like he feels with his tie. Um, yeah, and it's really and twitches his head. Yeah, so he goes to see Dave. But before that, we have a brilliant a Dave Goodis who turns up, you know, to, to give the money for the stuff he's um, bought off Lovejoy. He's Eric says something about oh, I bought all this other stuff from Billy Wilson, who's Sandra's dad, and and Dave says, oh yeah. Well, we don't want to buy anything off him. He's a bad man. It's like, yeah, we figured that out, but we don't really need <laughs> yeah, we don't this need little bit of exposition us. where you say it's a bad man. Um, but yeah, we go, to, we go to see Adrian Digshell, he of the nervous twitch. <laughs> he of the nervous twitch. Um, uh, who does look at these working drawings and twitches quite a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So long kind of like, gives it away a little uh, bit. Okay, well, I'm not going to sell them to you. I'm going to go away and find out some more about this. And he says, oh, TF, yeah, that'll be Tulio. I mean, Tulio, that's like a made up name, isn't it? Tulio Fattore. Um, and they, he says all the history of it. So, you know, he was like in Venice, then he went to Madrid, and then we think he went to Scotland, but we don't really know, you know. And basically, he tries to say, oh, but these drawings that basically tries to say they're crap, but his Twitch gives, gives it away. away. Gives it away. Yeah, and then, absolutely. so Lovejoy goes off, and then immediately. You're in the wrong job if you have a kind <laughs> yeah. of. I can't lie. <laughs> Like a subtle, it's not a subtle thing either. It's literally like the massive head <laughs> like, um, So and then immediately Lovejoy leaves. Um, Deschel is on the phone straight away to Larry Lamb. I, I wrote calls Larry Lamb. Yeah, Gerald, I Gerald. Yeah. Gerald. Summers. He knows Larry. And then in brackets I put Gerald. And he says, I've got some rather interesting news about our friend Tulio Fattore. Someone like, what's going on? Gerald knows something about Tulio Fattore. Mysterious. So Tink goes to see Archie Letts in Thaden Boys and who admits, yeah, it was me, I made that cabinet. And he's like, yeah, it was oh, great. Oh, sorry, I was yeah. flown up to Scotland by this dealer called Molyneux and he put me up in a five-star hotel and it was great. So we're like, okay, great. And we know this definitely. But we mm. still don't know who in the family or whatever was involved. But we know, yeah, it's, it was it was him. And then they go to the hospital to see Maria. Because she oh, yes. is Italian, so she reads Even this... better than Jane. Yes, yeah. much better, much better than Italian Jane. Than she Jane. wouldn't have called him Mr. Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so she um, she reads what it says on the back of this painting of the pigsty, and it comes out that... What was his name? Tullio Tullio Fattore. Um, wasn't going to paint a painting. He was going to paint... Uh, or put some frescoes inside the pigsty, because it's so... Oh, yeah. Over the it's top. what every pigsty needs, yeah. a good fresco. I mean, every pigsty should have a fresco. So then they go off to confront this dodgy cabinet ma- uh, seller, not maker. The dealer who, yeah, who got Archie Letts to oh, make Oh, he was really wet, wasn't he? He basically spilled his guts so easily. Like, basically, they were like, well, yeah. we know you're involved in this cabinet. He's like, yes, I'll tell you the whole story. And then, as a particular <laughs> reason. And then, and then, put any pressure on him. He was and then like, at yes. the end, he was like, but don't tell anyone. And they were like, well... You just we'll, literally told us. You just told us, so... 
it was really strange and he was like well Gerald's got a hold over me because he did something else dodgy and Gerald can tell the police I'm like well then why have you told them yeah so basically what it was is so Molyneux was asked to flog the cat so basically he was involved in selling the the cabinet and he he had a buyer that fell through so he contacted Gerald Summers Larry Lamb who he he sort of knew was a bit dodgy but he needed to this buyer had fallen through he needed to sell it uh, and so we were selling it to Larry Lamb, and they found the drawings, another, the rest, because the drawings are incomplete, the love drawings. Mm. They found the rest of the drawings stuffed down the back of it. And some is, and so obviously Munyu was like, well, we can't, we've got to give these drawings back. They're, they're just, they're not part of the deal. And Gerald's like, well, they're in the cabinet. I'm, if I'm buying the cabinet, I'm buying them as well. They're mine as well. So that's that's it basically, and so yeah, Gerald's got that over Molyneux, mm. but we still don't find it. We still don't know who sold the cabinet, like who in the household was responsible. For and at this point, I definitely thought it was Eddie, like the, the, the sort of wet drip husband. You've got all of this going on, and all I've written on the first page of my notes for episode two is, is that is the implication that Tinker has been playing the same mouth organ all the way to Scotland. <laughs> Yes, because then Tinker goes... Because then they well, go to Scotland. They then they go, go to Scotland. Scotland. Well, we, we make a discovery before that, because Eric goes to see Sandra, because he's oh, missing her so yes. much. Oh, and we my find, God. And the end, oh, poor Eric. And, oh, well, well, it, really? He also no, wants yeah, the mirror back, right. to be fair. He, so, basically, and it turns out, so she confesses. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, actually, you know, I told you, Horse is my brother. Oh, that's right, because she turns up with this other guy, and she's like, this is Horse's brother. And she's like, I thought... And he's like, I thought Horse was your brother, so isn't that... And she's like, oh, no, 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 horse is my Actually. boyfriend. And well, she and she's bringing him the mirror back with this By the guy. way, there is the most dated comment in this exchange ever that probably wouldn't make sense to anybody nowadays, which is, first I had a 17th century mi- mirror, then something you get free with a gallon of unleaded. Yeah. 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 Did people, was it Esso? Yeah, it was Esso. Yeah, 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 yeah you had nice glasses. glasses. And you, it's a but, nice line. It's a I had, line, I had but, the T-shirt. But it was the, the Esso. And you would have to collect, you know, you, you could get, like, photo frames with about, like ten tokens, but you would have to have like a whole suitcase of tokens if you wanted to get like the this full set of glassware. All our glasses when I was a kid just a came out of Esso tokens. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. There was that brilliant <laughs> advert. Do you remember that was like the sort of uh, Elvis Costello first t-shirt? It's like yeah, only twenty four toasters from oh, yeah. <laughs> six double beds from Turkey. Do you remember this? She was a diamond <laughs> ring or a drill. Do you remember this? Oh my god, Emmy, sorry. It's like you know. I do remember, but I can't drive... believe you two can remember the actual <laughs> lyrics. Six no, double beds from talking. And it was the idea was if you drive the that you drive, the more petrol you use, yeah. you get your tokens. But did anybody buy glassware in the late eighties, early nineties? No, no, you just got it from no, the garage. You just got it from with, your, with your premier points. So premier points. Premier points. If I want to. I'll add two a premier points with cash if I have a drink. How is this still in copyright? Oh, is this 24 possible? toasters from Scunthorpe? No. And he sung it with great. Yeah. Only you know, six uh, double beds from Turkey. Well, Carry on, Em. That kind of ruined that song. Not you yeah, guys I mean, singing. No. Not you guys singing. But no, but it did know, totally ruin kid, that song. When yeah. I was a kid, I was like... What, what is he on about? Yeah, and then later does, I discovered 24 Hours from, 24 Tulsa, hours from Tulsa. Which is a great song, but it's ruined for anyone of our age because our first encounter with it was Premier Helen, Points, Anna. Do you or do you not, whenever you hear it now, just think 24 Hours from Tulsa Hill? Which is how I see it. Well, no, because I said you've got the toasters. She's the toasters. Anyway, then so basically, 
Sandra confesses. Oh, yeah. She says, oh, I've yeah. written it, it's sad. Boss is actually my boyfriend, but was my boyfriend, but I want to change my life. I need to get away from them. They're basically oh, yeah. like, well, it's a really sad situation. I quite sorry, basically, they're though. abusing me and always holding me hostage. And Eric, and she's like, I want to be with you, Eric. Let's be together. Oh, and he just, he holds her, but then he's like, oh, he basically says, oh, well, you know, I think you're a really interesting and fascinating woman, but also you're a social worker's nightmare. Yeah, he oh. did say that. <laughs> now, now. And then so quite rightly, she's like, fuck you then. Do you know what? This yeah. was the first. That's a great line. This was the first of so many. This episode, from gonna, that line onwards, that descended a little bit for me, because although it is a good line, there was, oh, I it, was, it was horrible. Like, it was really, I was really like, Eric, horrible. what are you doing? But also, Eric, my, you love her. Why are you like, such it, a but yeah, she said something like, "Oh, but I can't. I haven't got time for this. I'm busy. I'm being. I'm. I'm a professional. I'm an associate." It was like he thought that she would somehow drag him down. Drag him down. Yeah, and spoil I mean, his career. To be fair, she, she does come back. She does come back. Yeah. Well, I don't know why after that. I don't know why she either. His pride. So he rejects her basically, and then yeah, and then Lovejoy and Tinker go back to Scotland, and that's where that's the funny. mouth organ, which was great. Tinker's yeah. absolutely furious that there's no booze on the plane. And so there's would no ju- I be. Well, there's no, there's no duty free. I don't know if it's that there's no uh, booze, but no duty free. It's like, yeah, because you're going to Scotland. It's only yeah. recently now. That Although, who knows in get... the future? So, Lovejoy and, T- and Tinker are going back to Scotland because they're now on the trail of Gerald Summers because they know, they know from Molly News spilling his guts that Gerald Summers got something to do with all of this or something. You know, so they're like, go back to Scotland. They, they were like, is Gerald Summers still here? No, he's not at the house anymore, but he's checked out, but he's staying in a local hotel. So he's hanging about. So Ooh. then they go to the hotel and just read the the what's it called the signing in. I've made a comment once GDPR. again about data protection. We get a, not that it's an obsession on the podcast, but it kind of is. Yeah, because they go to the, so they decide that Tink can stay in the hotel as well. I guess to spy on Gerald and keep an eye on him. But yeah, they 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 see the signing in book and they sort of like, oh, Gerald Summers is staying here. Oh, he's an old friend. How long is he staying here for? I can just... see why they got rid of signing in books in hotels. They don't have that anymore, do they? I don't think it's so. It's a great trope, though. Isn't it? Yeah, it's good, but yeah, it's it's very. You wouldn't have it now because of GDPR. So yeah, and then and then we go back to Suffolk. We're doing a lot of flitting back between the two, even though they are currently parallel plot mm. lines. They're not linked in any way. Sandra basically steals the. Well, Sandra comes back with the mirror and says. I, I brought it back for you. You need to say it, blah 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 blah. But why? And then I mean, the police... Why she goes back to Eric after his horrible comment? To her, I don't know. know. I don't know why she. Well, she needs to get out of where she is, doesn't she? And yeah, he also he's their maybe only viable spoke... option. I think he maybe spoke a little out of turn because he does genuinely quite like her. Did you guys not find it slightly amusing? Yeah, of a course. Socialist nightmare. <laughs> Social <laughs> workers nightmare. Social workers nightmare. I think that's it's a good line. I will say line. it's a very good line, but also quite rude. But she, um, you've got almost too much empathy. <laughs> Maybe I do have a good surface just empathy. wait until we get to the bit at the end, and yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. You're gonna have to just, you know, rein me in because I'm gonna go on a rant in about ten minutes time. So, so she she comes back with this mirror and says, "I'm so sorry." I do want to be with you. I've brought the mirror back. Then the police arrive and he's like, what is happening? And she's like, oh yeah, by the way, my dad nicked that. Like he didn't, it wasn't house cleans, he just stole it. And now he's reported me to the police because I've left and I've got the mirror. So the mirror is stolen. So then they just go on the run. This is rather sweet. At this point, they basically have no choice but to elope together. And it's 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 almost a little, you know, uh, uh, kind of nod to the whole Gretna Green. I know they're not getting married. but you could get on a motorbike from Suffolk to 
The Highlands. Yes. <laughs> do you know what you can? But with I'm that sure mirror, you'd like to try. Do very, you know? Very, very Turner is like, come on, mate, I'm there. Do you know what pleased me about this was the sign for the North. The North. The North. And they went past that on their bike. As if you don't know you're going to the North, you're driving North. But not literally. just North. You're not just driving North. You're going to the, the North. North. The North. Yeah. That's so... almost like the Lovejoy theme music for me. <laughs> What was saying the relax. You know when I used to get on the train? I was get up to about Derby mm. and they had the accident and uh, I felt uh... my buttocks unclean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> we're back... I expect him to say buttocks. Carry on. We're back in Scotland. Tinker's really spooked by the pigsty. The yeah. random Scottish woman appears and fucking disappears again. Um, they also find out that Gerald Summers has been staying at... Kilbake House, well, they say basically six times in six mm. months, but no one's thought this suspicious up till now. Um, and so obviously they surmise, right, he's looking for the other half of the drawings so they can have the complete set and they'll be worth more money. And then, yeah, they go to the pigsty, they, they uncover the frescoes. Yes, it was covered over with wood panelling. Also, uh, was it just me? They were rubbish. Like they were not good frescoes. I was like the props department has been great. I don't know what a good fresco is. What's like the paintings themselves were rubbish. Frescoes. They looked alright to me. I'm with Marv. I'm totally with Marv. Well, I've been to Birmingham and I've seen plenty of frescoes and they were rubbish. They've got a lot of them in Birmingham. Almost, yeah. almost as yeah, many what? as they've got canals <laughs> and Campanile. Campanile. Strange way to back yourself up. I've been to Birmingham. Oh no, because Birmingham oh, is just my way of saying silly. Venice. <laughs> anyway, it's how she pronounces Venice. Oh, you were actually Venice. in Prague, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the canal. Yeah. And the random Scottish woman appears and disappears out of the mist. And at this point, I thought, this is something they do in Lovejoy a lot. This kind of othering of a different place, this sentimentality. They do, actually, They did it with Morocco. True. Now they're doing oh, it with yes. Scotland. That's a really this good This kind point. of mist mm. coming up and this red-haired, mysterious lady with her big dog for some reason. So, yeah, so they they found these frescoes that are like very valuable and but then we find out that Katrina has just sold the wood where the like you do where the pig site is to Robert Fraser the slimy man that loves he's it he's not so much jokes. slimy he's just like he's a, just bit, he's just a bit boring yeah. he's a just oh. so now he owns the pig site and they're like well can't you just buy it back off him and what are we going to do and then Gerald Summers is loitering around and it's like what's going on and then Edward, I've written, Edward disappears after Katrina, tells him about cabinet, etc. I've said Eddie has rumbled, because at this oh, point yes. I still fully I believed it was as well. that he was having an affair with the random Scottish woman who kept appearing and disappearing, and that he had that's sold the bureau. Well, that's so right, it was very well written, because I fully believed It was that. well written, actually. That's right, because Katrina basically decides to tell Edward all about this whole everything, because up to now she's been keeping it from him, everything that's going, been going on with the cabinet, and he goes like a bit crazy and runs off, so she's like... Oh, God, you know. Is he all right? Yeah. He's got very fragile health anyway. She's very caring. And then, they're in, and then they find Edward in the pigsty with the red head. We oh. still don't know who she is. And then Duncan turns up and does, like, all the exposition. Can I go into rant mode? I'm sorry. You may, because Duncan arrives, who I don't think is really Scottish. He sold the bureau because... Well, Lady, Rebecca Lady Rebecca told, Rebecca told him, him to. to. Oh, I apologise. Lady Rebecca told him to. Because, Polly, you may rant. Okay, so the reason that they sold the Bureau was basically to get some money uh, in order to pay, um, I guess, well, I've, I've, 
how would you put it, it living costs or whatever. Yeah, she yeah. lives in the pigsty. Like so. an allowance. Yeah, an allowance, I guess, to the the Scottish lady who is not, in fact, a ghost, despite... Despite <laughs> my belief. Like Merida. The, the, um, the, the frequent supernatural elements yeah, in Lovejoy uh, might lead you to believe that. Because <laughs> it turns out that she is the illegitimate daughter of Lady Rebecca and Duncan, the kind of gamekeeper come butler come everything. So many things make me want to break my fists against a wall mm. about this um the first one is uh, lady jane makes a comment about oh so she tracked down her real parents now i personally yeah. so i'm adopted i do not like and some people do and i'm not i'm just speaking for me i don't like the words real parents yeah, I don't. so basically she was the illegitimate daughter she was presumably given up voluntarily because there's no suggestion that these people in any way are you know like in kept dangerous okay so yeah. i was put up for adoption because i was in danger I know that's different. I, d- I know I'm reading into this far too much. Everything about this episode annoyed me because I just thought, you know what? You basically have two selfish parents who had an affair and you've sought them out. Christ knows how she did that, by the way, because actually it says she tracks them down and I've written, well, it doesn't say how she did that and I promise it's not easy is what yeah, I've written was down the, these were, There was no Facebook. There was no Facebook. <laughs> you, you would have to, to do? do it through an agency. You could not access your file quite so easily in the 90s. And everything about this, for reasons, and I know that this is this is a nice story, and anyone who's not involved in adoption would like this. It made me really angry. Also, the idea that they would be paying towards her yeah, when she had been sense. put up for adoption is—I promise you—that is not what happens. Yeah. And everything about this, and at this point, and I know this is awful because there's no reason, there's nothing wrong with how Ian Lafrenet has written it, but I zoned out just because I went into a little rabbit hole of my own anxieties and fury and sadness and protective. I was so protective of my mum, uh, my real, as Lady Jane would call her, but my natural mother is a lovely, and actually Helen has met her and Em is meeting her very soon, is a lovely, lovely person who was massively vulnerable and I was taken away from her. And the idea that these two people would have this kid who was basically an embarrassment to them, who then gave her away and then said, oh, you can come back, you can live in the pig style, I'll sell a fucking cabinet for yeah. your fucking maintenance, so made me want to break away. Like, I didn't and that's understand. my rant over and I apologise, but this is a pile of shit but i thought he sold the cabinet before she pig lived shit. in the pigsty pig shit i mean that's well uh, i don't really know why she's living in the pigsty that's not explained i mean i suppose i mean i agree with everything that you said what we don't know <laughs> what we don't know is like are the circumstances so yeah she was adopted and presumably they wanted rid of her because she was an embarrassment like you say but we don't know i mean she could have been just given to like a local family so and then the local family like and, oh, then, and, then the local and they family were like oh, oh yeah we adopted you from the yeah from the that big is house. true i hadn't actually thought of that and that's a good that's rather a than good doing point. it through like a, a formal channels i just and i suppose also maybe the local i mean i'm not saying this is right or wrong but you know maybe actually margaret who's the adopted daughter's name was quite maybe she was actually in quite a family you know a family that didn't have many means and actually she was quite happy to be given money by in, as an adult yeah, by her true. 60 but or 70 grand i think, I think the thing by, that it, they just make yeah. out like all of these people are good people who've fa- ended up in bad circumstances and i i just the thing that i didn't like I didn't about it they try and paint them as i didn't get the impression the thing that i didn't like about good. it is just that it was like and now everything's wrapped up and katrina hugs her. i'm like but that's your sister 
Yeah. That is your sister. What's, what's she the difference? But what's the what's happened here that there's such a difference I just, between? I don't. I didn't. Yeah. I just, I find the whole thing. And, and as I say, I'm one of a tiny demographic that obviously Ian Lafrenet should not have thought about in any way. But I met my brother when I was 32 because social services and their infinite wisdom have decided that we should grow up separately. And I didn't know he existed. And it was the hardest thing in the world to actually try and forge a relationship. Yeah, with it's him. not like having a quick so hug in a pigsty. I, <laughs> I see stuff. <laughs> made it look like but I see stuff like this and it, it simplifies something that is, that, that that is just can't be simplified. so horrendous and unquantifiable that I just didn't like it and I, and there's no reason I can't I'm not going to be one of those people and I know there's a lot of people on the internet who whine was like you should never talk about adoption in fiction because it's so personal I don't think that at all I just think this was done in a very two dimensional superficial way and I well, it's very quick at the yeah, end kind of well. I think that's because I think because I think you know you can read lots yeah. into the story but I think because it is just thrown in it was in, done in five minutes yeah. as if, yeah, it's, it's not, not dealt, dealt with very, very well, well. Um, but, but we think well Eddie's off the hook but he's not really because he does admit that actually he had planned to sell the bureau cabinet <laughs> but someone got the lady oh, Rebecca yeah, this is true. had sold it first a lot of people wanted to sell that cabinet and then while all this is going on Tink wanders off and finds a mysterious oh, freshly dug trench this is where it gets oh. ridiculous and oh. anyway more of the trench later and then Lovejoy and Jane kind of go outside the pig side to escape this like family drama that's going on and they have a bit of a row about being jealous oh, yeah. of, you know, yeah. of other, each other's this partners. Was and so then good. they have a snog. This was amazing. Finally! The chat was <laughs> lovely. And it goes to what Marv was talking about earlier, what we're talking about, about this slightly strange relationship, is that Lovejoy basically says, but the guy's an arse. And she goes... Yes, I know you're right. You're always right. How annoying when someone How annoying when you're always right. But actually, that was so lovely because he knows her so well. And I I kind of saw this woman wanting to be loved. And she's got somebody, you know, giving her attention. Who isn't... I mean, I don't like him. He's boring. But he's Mm. not like smarmy as in he's not trying to get into her pants in a way that the others... He was boring and quite upstanding and just yeah, irritating was all, was all right, he wasn't a, a perv or a what's yeah the word, he wasn't know, he yeah. wasn't put like being really intense yeah but it was really well like the actual scene the way it was shot i really liked it because she sat on the steps and love so Janie sat on the steps and they're having this conversation about what's his name fraser yeah um robert fraser and so lovejoy sat just behind her so neither of them are looking at each other and i just thought that was really it was really well done it was really clever and it meant that they could both talk honestly because they weren't looking at each other yeah so and that's where they decide to have it off and they go to Lovejoy's room and they this is where they try to go yeah get it oh off yes this the is dog. where they try and get it dog off the dog keeps, yeah and then they, they probably s- wish they had killed with the wardrobe <laughs> yeah, yeah and they decide Aww. to go to they decide to go to Lady Jane's room and oh, I love this bit true. she goes she goes to him is this sensible and he says no and she's like oh good <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I like that. We also learned that she wears Givenchy perfume, which is what I wear. Mm. Just saying. Uh, Maybe that's why. Do you think you internalised it? Maybe. I don't get it on me. No. Well, well because so, so in the meantime, because so, of Hector. No. Well, mean, no. So they go to her room, but then in the meantime, we see just because this becomes important later. Tink. So Lodger says, "Look, Tink, you better guard this trench." Don't know why exactly. I suppose they think something's going on. Yeah. So he says, "Well, I love getting pissed on whiskey and reading about Timurus Beasties." He doesn't want to be in this scary Scottish He doesn't want to be in this frightening misty Scottish. And it's very frightening. And then so Lodger and Jane are in yeah in Jane's room now, and it's all a bit like 
awkward and cringe. So, like, Jane spends ages getting ready, so he falls asleep, and then she comes back and she's like, are you asleep? And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I just thought you were going to be really quick, and you weren't. And then... um, it uh, There's... Something happened. There's a noise or something, and... Oh, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> is this some sort of oriental technique? Yeah, because he's, like, he's like, kissing, like kissing her and then, like, stopping. And then going back and then stopping. Like, and then who I says? I love that. Is this well, some because sort of... he's distracted. Yeah. Because he's listening out for something. He can hear something. He can hear else. something oh, familiar. This is... And oh, then, I've but... it's like, I recognise that noise. No, no, wait a minute. But he, somebody also says, it took us ages to get this far and I don't want to start again. Oh. And I was just like... But they they do stop because so they, he doesn't oh, put it in. This is so. <laughs> he's done everything. Well, he hasn't actually done put it in. <laughs> and yeah, so and the familiar noise that Lovejoy can hear is the bike. Eric's bike. bike. Because Eric's turned up with Sandra because he literally didn't know what to do, which I just feel is absolutely adorable because presumably. I mean, it was Eric's dad who set him up with Lovejoy in the first place. Couldn't <laughs> he just yeah. have gone through his dad? I've just written, oh, Eric. Yeah, oh, me too. So, yeah, and then Lovejoy's like, what are you doing in this mirror? You've got to return it. Like, it's stolen. It's literally what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then, so anyway, that, that happens. And then we go to the most ridiculous bit. So we go back to the pigsty. We find out what the trench was for. Because they're oh, now removing like, the an entire 18th century folly. They're, they're moving with, like, ropes. The pigsty. And putting it's it on a boat. moving it and putting it on a boat. And Tinker is still inside. And Tinker's gone inside, yeah, because he's pissed. I feel this is something of a flashback <laughs> that a very drunken Tinker yes. on, a boat. Unste- yes. on a boat or kind yes. of a boat unsteadily yeah. totters out and goes, and his face, he's very, he was so good at facial expressions, yes, wasn't definitely. he? Dudley what a good actor. actor. He, yeah, he was actor. a great actor. And he comes out and he, his face goes, oh, shit. It's and brilliant. It's lovely. We've had this a few times on water, haven't we? It's mm. brilliant. So, because what's happened is Robert Fraser, who bought the wood with the pigsty, has sold the pigsty to Gerald Summers because obviously he doesn't know that he's well dodge. And so then Gerald Summers decided to just take the pigsty. I mean, can could you actually do that? Would that be possible? Well, it was well, they it do, has like no foundations. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess a fully might not have foundations, but still, can you just drag a building that's been there for like what two hundred years? No. I mean, it was very... Anyway, they take it onto the lock. And then... And then so, very rare occurrence for Lovejoy. I think Lovejoy himself says, call the police. Yes. So, finally, that, yes, a building's been stolen. So, maybe we will... <laughs> maybe People at this point. get murdered. Yeah, Lovejoy says, and Lovejoy says, yeah, call the police and meet me at the old key by the lock. Like, as if he's, like, well familiar with this yeah, lock. Yeah, where he is. He's <laughs> like, do you know about this lock? Um, and then it, Lovejoy confronts Gerald, and I thought this was slightly... On the lock, where a... the pigsty is floating on the... Again, is that... <laughs> Helen's furious. I mean, what? It's ridiculous. But I thought this was a little bit cheating, because Lovejoy confronts Gerald and says, in your hotel room is a stolen mirror. That mirror had nothing to do with Gerald. I did feel like that was a bit... Was I know Gerald was the bad guy, but don't put stolen goods in his hotel oh, I room. I mean, come on. I actually thought it was his just desserts. Yeah. He is the bad guy, and I thought it was clever, and it got everybody off the hook, didn't it, really? Mm. But yeah, so he's hidden the mirror oh. in Gerald's yeah. room. To blackmail about Just Desserts. Yeah. There's a whole episode called Just Desserts. I mean, it, He's got his Just Desserts. Yeah, it was very nicely kind of all tied up in a bow, wasn't it? And then what's brilliant about this bit so they, they return the big size returned and it's restored so like they take all the panels off they have the frescoes and they're having the next scene they're having a little party 
um, it was to, beautiful to celebrate say, like the, the the frescoes and it's all lovely and decorated and there's drinks and the pigsty's all because it's, it's a mess it's a pigsty yeah. um, <laughs> and it's all cleaned up and they're having a party in there so I'm thinking oh my god like how long have they been in Scotland now like they've done all this and then literally I'm just thinking that and then Jane says to Lovejoy oh Lovejoy about last night I was like there's no way like, yeah I thought day. Day. same day they've taken the pixie back they've taken all the panels off they've restored all the frescoes they've tidied it all up they've got the booze and food and stuff for a party they've it's invited oh. they've dressed they've invited people to the Eric party and Sandra they've have dressed a fight. up for the... oh they have a fight it's <laughs> great you see all I've written here because I'm on a single track is Lady Rebecca Hug's daughter and I've written meant to be moving but made me cross she gave her up out of shame my mother had no choice oh it is really bad i I mean i did think that it it made a bit more sense why lady rebecca was such a massive like she she was just so angry all the time i was like yeah i'll be pretty angry too one who should be angry yeah I mean, maybe I mean it's all fictional. So, I mean, maybe she. Oh yes, yeah, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry, sorry. Helen raises a very good no, no, point. What I mean is, what I mean is, I was about to talk about Lady Rebecca's well, motives. Well, it just goes yes. to show how fictional. immersive like can be. No, all I meant was every now and again. I was about like, to talk oh, about. But what I was going to say them. was, and this Go is on. true in the past, you know, as well, like people did do things that they really didn't want to do out of societal pressure. Like they really, oh, I'm, no, not, I'm not justifying no, their no, actions. No, 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 you're right, you're right. You know, she right. really felt like I cannot have a, an illegitimate child. My life, you know, I won't be able to live and bring up this child because I'll have no money and I yeah, won't have Yeah, absolutely. Life. So I have to give her up. And like you say, maybe that's why she was so unhappy. I mean, we don't know. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. speculating She was a very unhappy her. woman, wasn't she, basically? So yeah, and then so Margaret turns up to the yeah the adopted daughter turns up and is introduced to the family. Like you say, it's meant to be moving, but it's a bit weird. Um, and I picked up on something very petty at this point. Lady Jane says, "Lovejoy about last night," as you say. It's like it Lovejoy. Wasn't... Lovejoy makes a comment which is all right. I always have to sleep on the right, and I've written, "Does he?" Because we've had this chat before, and I'm he getting doesn't like always he doesn't always on sleep the right. on the right. And then she says, oh, "So yeah. do I," and they decide that they can't be together because they both have to sleep on the right. I sleep on the right as well, so... I sleep on the right. I sleep on the right. Where do you... What side do you sleep on? Where have I ended up? Mark, what what side do you sleep on, love? I'm not... I'm asleep at the time, so it's... I mean, I would say I just sleep wherever I fell asleep. I sleep on the right. I always sleep on the right. Do you not have, like, a side of the bed? A side of the bed. Don't we all have a side of the bed? What? Listen, what side of the bed do you have? If I had a preference, it would be the side of the bed that is not by the door. I'm a not. So the one that's further away from the door, but that could be any size. I'm all over I'm like it. a starfish. Like, I'm all yeah. over the bed, thrashing yeah. around. I'd rather have my own bed, to be honest. And then I've so written... that's the Scottish story all neatly tied yeah, up. Yeah, I've, written... I've written to tie it up, Lovejoy sums up to the fourth wall. But, but it's not the fourth wall, it's, it's Maria. Maria yeah, but it, it yeah. feels like... This is quite. This was good, actually. I like oh, that. Yeah, this yeah, is like subverting the fourth wall. It is. Wall. Yeah. Subverting the fourth wall. Yeah. How yeah. Like, you can tell that she's the one who got her first. So yeah, so Lovejoy goes to see Charlie Renton who's still in a coma gives his update on t- basically sums up everything that's happened to the fourth wall but it's actually Maria and then Charlie wakes up and says oh, I was having this terrible dream oh yes that was so funny Lovejoy was in telling some awful story about, about Scotland. Scotland and then he sees the hideous ink pot I mean it was hideous it was really and uh, and he's like oh great and then Lovejoy says I wonder when he'll be well enough to write a cheque <laughs> and then do, that's it do, 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 do. I mean it was nice so quickly. I loved it. Marks out of 10. Oh, oh. You loved it. 
Yeah, I, lo- I love it. I'm gonna go. You guys were so I'm gonna go nine and a half. <gasps> I was gonna go Praise nine. Indeed. I was gonna go nine. And Eric had sex indeed. in this one. <laughs> I was gonna go nine, but I really loved it. Nine out nine. I'm gonna go six, but just because and it's and I know this is entirely for personal awful reasons to do with stuff that you could never expect Ian Lafrenet to A know about or B care about, but I just <laughs> once you found out who the mysterious woman was and it I think it was that whole painting adoption as this like mysterious yes it yeah. really did didn't it like magical a slightly supernatural like is she really here oh, she's gone this is <gasps> here she's again she's and so I beautiful. just and it's it's just a sticking point for me because I've had a you know mm. as our guest Marv yes, do you want to do an out of Go 10 on. for an episode that you haven't seen in the last 20 years I'm going to give it <laughs> 9.2 <laughs> out of 10 for Sandra's luxurious eyebrows. Oh, was I mean, that was, she was amazing. She was so I slightly fancied her. Wonderful she was hips, I think yeah. recall. Yes. Yeah. Do people have an antique of the week? There weren't that many antiques in it, were there? Do you know what I wanted? A Polaroid camera, because in the first episode, oh, oh, yes. Polaroid yeah. camera. Yes. And when you were a kid, that was the most exciting yeah. thing. That's still got mine. You, you could get you, and now, of course, you've got yeah, it on your really phone all the time. Mm. You'd never print it out. You, you used to now, but you, in those days, you could like, oh wow, a camera where you can take it, and five minutes later, when you've shaken the photo, you get to see the photo. Yeah. Now, of course, you've got it on your phone, and you've got it straight away so I'm going to have a Polaroid camera I'm going to go with you that's a fantastic oh. one the ink pot was disgusting so I don't feel like I can have oh, that but you quite, quite like it I, I mean right. I it's not my antique of the week I think my antique of the week would be it's a bit boring because it's quite a main major one yours is like a cool one but I think the draw- <laughs> I did really like the drawings because I like the idea they of like nice. the sort of working drawings it's just like oh, they're, they're working true. it out and they were very beautiful that's true and you know the fact that like they were they were really the valuable thing because they were drawn by the master and then like some lackey would be would actually paint Do them, the paint copy it. them yeah. onto the wall. So actually the drawings are the valuable thing. So yeah, I think the drawing What I was going I was gonna say if you learned anything. I've learned that I will never stop drinking pints. And I was right to always do that, and it did make me look cool. <laughs> I was going to say something about that as well. I've learned that uh, my boss really should listen to this podcast, so he understands Hi, why you drink pints. Yeah. yeah. What did I learn? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I learned that you can move a whole building <laughs> with a bit of rope onto a lake. This is true. <laughs> and then move it back again. And move it back again and it's all fine. In one day. <laughs> in like half <laughs> a day and like still have time day. to organise a party. So, did you learn anything, Marv? I learned you should never call a hot girl a social worker's name. <laughs> <laughs> This is also true. That's true. Oh. So, uh, follow uh, us on the internet. Yeah, yeah at Lovejoy A Pod on various things. We're also on patreon.com slash Lovejoy Actually. So oh, and I've set us. up the um, coffee site, which actually I'd already set up, mm. but I had then forgotten. Um, so it's uh, coffeekofi.com forward slash Lovejoy Actually. Coffee as in a nan. Well, I don't know yeah. why it's spelled like that, but it just is. So that's Kofi, really, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know why it's called that. I think Kofi and Anne, yeah. Um, and but so you that's can just you... do a one-off donation mm. then, buy us a coffee, but we will spend it on Oh, that's booze. amazing. That would be wonderful. Yeah, Thank coffee. you so much. And all we've got left, I've got an interesting... Well, well rate, actually. review, subscribe. I've got a, a minor fact for you, which is that... Um, so there was a break now in, in real life. So this episode was shown in April, in, I think, 1991. Yeah. No, no, no 1992, sorry. Oh, really? I think it was in 1991. 
91. Yeah, it was oh. April 91. And the next uh, episode wasn't shown till Christmas. They had a gap between oh. this episode and the Christmas special. Maybe we'll have a gap. Because we so need we to do might the have a small special. gap as well, and it'd be silly to do the Christmas special before Not at Christmas. Christmas. So, so we might have a little gap uh, to obviously match the podcast. But until then, thank you for sticking with us for three series. Indeed, this, yeah. this you know what we're halfway through. Oh, well done, listeners! <laughs> She's insane. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Let's tell. Sounds of my notes have I written poor Eric. I can see it like I've written five poor times. Eric quite a lot. Oh, I didn't have I didn't care about Eric. <gasps> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely shocked. Poor Eric.